Good day, everyone. Thank you for listening in to the podcast today. Um, <clears throat> this is a, a Father's Day message, but you ladies can apply some of these things uh, into your lives. Also, <clears throat> uh, the title is The Impact of a Dad. From Colossians chapter 3, verse 18 through 21. Uh, but I'll read the scripture in just a few minutes. But it's good to be a man. You, you know why? Phone conversations are over in 30 seconds. A five-day holiday requires only one suitcase. And gray hair and wrinkles only add character. And, of course, the occasional belch is expected. <clears throat> So how many of you how many of you know what day of the year the most phone calls are made on? If you said Mother's Day, you're right. Oh Mother's Day everyone wants to call home and talk to mom. Well guess what happens on Father's Day? That's the most collect calls. Father's Day just doesn't seem to have a very high priority compared to other holidays, does it? In contrast, Mother's Day is a huge deal. Forget Mother's Day, and you'll be in the doghouse until Father's Day. So today, Dad, this one's for you. Fathers hold a very special place in our society, a much higher place than they are, are given credit for today. For instance, how many of you have seen a commercial that actually makes dads look intelligent lately. Most commercials cast fathers as the family idiot who can't figure out how to take care of kids alone or how to run a load of, a load of laundry or clean the toilet without specific instructions from mom. Today, many Today, my goal is not to remind our dads of their duties and responsibilities so much as to encourage and remind us all of their importance. Fathers play an extremely important and vital role in our families and our nation today. Paul wrote over in Colossians chapter 3, beginning in verse 18, Wives, Submit to your husbands as fitting to the fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be angry against them. Children, be obedient to your parents in all things. For this is well pleasing to the Lord, and fathers do not exasperate your children so that they will not lose heart. So, in terms of authority, the father is deemed the head of his household. He's urged to manage his children and his household in a respectful manner. So the father is charged with this responsibility of looking after the best interest of his family. There's three things uh, to consider in that. Financially, spiritually, and socially. 
Now, when a, when a man becomes a father, he isn't given some sort of rule book on how to conduct himself. No one tells a man how to manage his household. He, he learns from his relationship with God and by the Word of God. The Word of God teaches us how to be good dads. Since almost 40% of kids grow up without a dad in a home, I said 40%, that's a lot of kids, a lot of families. We know there has to be another source of example for the developing dad. And that's the example that we have in Jesus Christ. The legacy of Christ's love is the greatest gift a father can give. You know, the scripture says over here in 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 8, But if anyone does not provide for his own, especially for those in his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. So the brunt of the responsibility to provide for the welfare of a family unit rests on the shoulders of the dad. That means a man constantly has to look to God for direction and example on how to manage his household. In the same way, a father's duty is to provide for his family. It shouldn't overshadow the importance of spending quality time with them either. You know, you have workaholics. A lot of dads are workaholics, and they they spend more time working than they do uh with their families, and, and um, that's not what God wants. He wants to spend time with your family. Also, a father uh, expresses his love through discipline. You know, discipline is difficult. A dad has to discipline if he loves his children. And I want to tell you something. Our prisons are filled with men and women who were not disciplined when they were young. My, how things have changed. A dad has to discipline because he wants the best for his children. I worked with a fellow, uh, my friend named Daryl. He had a kid about four, three or four years old, and he was a brat. He was a little monster, and he was getting calls all the time because he was in a daycare. And I and he come to me and told me about all that. And I said, "Well, whip him." I said, "I'm sure your parents probably didn't hesitate to whip you." He says, "I can't." I said, "Why not?" He says, "If I put one mark, a bruise, or a handprint on that kid, they'll have me up for child abuse and take my kid away." So you see what's going on in our society today. Another thing I want to mention: a dad. A dad expresses his love through protection. Dads are the first line of defense for their family. And listen, and they're often the first area that Satan attacks. The reason why is because the enemy knows if you can take the leader out, his subjects are soon to follow. A dad who loves his family would do his best to lead them in the way of the Lord. Don't, you fathers, don't let some 
a preacher or deacon leads your kids to the Lord, you do it. And dads, listen, there are the they're the first line of defense for our families. Now this is important. Dads are commissioned by God to deliver the good news of the gospel message to your family. Not just in words, but in the way we live every day. And thank you for listening, and God bless all of you fathers on this Father's Day.